Hi friends, welcome back to Chloe's Commonplace. Today I'm very excited to have my first ever guest with me, one of my closest and longest friends, Odelia Hui. Hey guys. Today we are going to be covering a couple of different topics and just like having a normal conversation with each other. So that's probably what it's gonna sound like. We're gonna probably talk about school during COVID, or just like managing life during quarantine and our experience with like friendship and community during COVID. And also like for when we do eventually go to college, like what are some things we're looking for in picking churches and just like our life and stuff. So you guys could get to know us more. And yeah. Okay, so first we're gonna talk about like our last semester. Right now we're about to start our second semester of college. Well, Odi has already started hers, but I'm going to start on Monday. But yeah, how was your first semester for you? Honestly, it wasn't as bad as I thought, you know? I think mm -hmm. at first I was like, oh, college online, that's gonna suck. But I think, you know, like once I got the hang of it, it wasn't that bad. Like I didn't have to handle that many things at once, like especially because you know, we're not on campus. I don't have to worry about, like, my social life and, you know, living mm -hmm. by myself and, like, all the workload. It wasn't, like, horrible, you know? Yep. Very true. I was, like, anticipating for college to be, like, harder. I don't really know why. Maybe just because, like, high school was so stressful. I just thought, like, college would be too, but actually wasn't as bad as I thought. Yeah, because, like, in high school, they're, like, college is going to be so hard you're going to be staying up until like three and waking up at like six every day um I got a pretty good amount of sleep like I got at least like seven hours per night which is probably pretty good so yeah I, I feel like I slept more during like the semester than like my whole college I mean high school life oh, most I definitely yeah yeah I guess like now we don't really have any like extracurriculars so we're just and we're at home, so that's, like, easier to just relax more. Yeah, it's it's really nice just being able to, like, do homework, take tests, like, literally do anything in the comfort of your home. Like, I do class in bed. I shouldn't be, but I do it anyways. You know, I do my homework in bed. I do everything in bed. <laughs> yep, yep. So true. Okay, what's an, like, average day in the life for you, like, during school? So I'd wake up. Last semester, my earliest class was at 9.30, but most of my classes started at 11. Mm -hmm. um, so I would wake up at around like 10-ish, which is pretty late. Yeah, but that's good. <laughs> I also slept later, so I still got a good amount of sleep. Um, and then I would eat breakfast, do TWA and all that stuff, get ready, mm -hmm. go back to bed to do school. And then it depends on, like, my schedule, too, because sometimes I would have, like, late afternoon classes. I had a couple of classes that started at, like, 4 and would go until, like, 7. But usually after class, I would either do homework or just go on my phone, which yep. Honestly, I shouldn't same. be doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think uh, I had more, like, morning classes, like three days a week. I mean, I had two 8 a.m.s and then one 
So I was usually start my day really early, which was, it was like kind of bad, but not as bad because I could just like roll out of bed and then just hop on my computer. So 7.30 is so early. And that class was like, like two, two and a half hours long. So that, that's insane. I would not do it um, again. Yeah. Most of my homework actually, like I usually do it like after dinner. I feel like. Mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. um, I just have more time. And I mean, I wouldn't stay up too late doing homework either. I would kind of cut off my homework doing at like 12. Mm-hmm. Um, and because for me, all of my like assignments were always due like at the end of the week, I would basically have the whole week to do it. So on like certain days, I would just like set aside that day. Like I didn't have school on Fridays last semester. So on Friday and Saturday, I would basically do all my homework and then just turn it in all on Sunday. <laughs> yes, that's very nice. Yeah, I don't have classes on Friday this week. I mean, this semester. So I'm happy about that. I do. I have a six-hour-long class on Saturday. <laughs> like the worst thing, but... Oh, yeah, how was it? What did you draw for six um, hours? I drew a hand. Um, I, I drew more than a hand, obviously, but, um, we, like, the first thing that she, um, our instructor did was, like, okay, we're gonna use Sharpies, so you can't go back and fix your mistakes, which is pretty good, and you're gonna draw your hand, and I was, like, I don't like drawing hands, it's just, I don't know why, they just don't make sense to me, you know, yeah. um, and then we just, like, drew, like, still life figures and everything, like, it wasn't boring, but we also drew like the same thing like fifteen times. What? So, Wait, did it, did the Zoom call actually last like all six hours? Yep, it started at nine, and then we got a break at twelve to one, and then we went until almost four. Oh my goodness, that's crazy! Yeah, by like two p.m., I was just like, I just I just wanted to be over. I'm so tired. Did you have to turn on your cameras and stuff? Um, it's not required. And, like, if you're, like, drawing, sometimes, like, your drawing board, like, blocks the camera either way, depending on how you're sitting. Um, like, I would, just because sometimes it helps me pay attention. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not, like, required, you know? Yeah, I wish I didn't have school on Friday. But there's no room in my schedule to fit that class, unfortunately. I guess, I don't know if it's better if it's, like, online or if it was in person for six hours. I feel like, well, if it was in person, I would definitely, like, be able to get more help from my instructors. Like, you know, first of all, they would be right next to me. They could, you know, be like, okay, draw it like this. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when you're showing, like, someone how to draw through Zoom, it's a little bit harder, you know, to kind of see everything. Mm-hmm. Um also, I think it would be better just because, like, you would be able to talk to people. Yeah. You know. Just, like, sit in silence. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the weirdest thing because, you know, when you're drawing by yourself, it's, like, just, it's so silent. You know, I feel like if it was, like, in person, in a studio, you'd be able to, you know, talk to the people next to you and, you know, while you're working at the same time. Um, but at least if I'm by myself, I'd actually get things done. Next thing, what have been some of your, like, quarantine hobbies? 
during you know this time last like 10 months or something i had i have so many um because okay well i'm an art major <clears throat> pre-graphic design um and obviously i'm into art you know yeah. otherwise i would be an art major um but mm, early on i decided to paint because mm-hmm. i had a lot of canvases from when i was just really into painting for some reason like my freshman year of high school um so i was like i'm going to use all these up and i was like oh hey i'm not as bad as i was freshman year i'm like actually kind of decent um so i did that for a bit um i recently learned how to embroider because mm-hmm. i saw a tiktok and i was like i want to learn how to do that yes so much inspiration from tiktok yeah literally all of it comes from tiktok um and then you taught me how to crochet yes so i still have my circle it's just expanding at this point it's gonna be the giantest circle ever <laughs> yeah i don't really know what to do with it so it's just sitting there i'm probably just gonna make it to like a little bucket mm-hmm. or like bowl shaped thing yes um I also started my own company. Small business chat. Small business, that's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Not company. Um, yeah, I started my own small business. I sell stickers and Christmas ornaments, but it's not Christmas anymore. And I'm still trying to th- find like things to sell. Like I don't know what. Mm-hmm. it's hard to like choose what products to make and sell Ugh. I'm considering like designing like an agenda like digitally because mm-hmm. you know like I have like weekly spreads that I make on my bullet yeah. journal and I really like them mm-hmm. and I think other people would like them too so but then it costs a lot of money to print out agendas <laughs> for other so. people mm-hmm. I'm learning how to play guitar Ooh, that's like so. Play piano and stuff, or do you teach piano still? Yep, um, I teach piano through Zoom, and I I play like recreationally. Mm-hmm. Like every so often, I'll just have like a sudden urge to just play, and I'll just whip out have a you, random. Have song. you played? Uh, have you played driver's license on piano yet? No, I haven't, surprisingly. I have to. I told myself I was going to learn it. I mean, they're just chords. I can probably learn it pretty easily, but I haven't done that yet. (laughs) Soon. I will do it. It will be one of my other quarantine activities. Um, But yeah, I teach, and then I should learn a new song, but I just, I have a lot of classical songs just because I Mm -hmm. like grew up playing classically, right? Yeah. Um, but they're just they're boring now. Mm-hmm. It's just not as interesting to me because I've just done it my entire life. <laughs> and you you learn ukulele, right? Yes, that's one of my quarantine hobbies. We're zooming, and then my cord my ukulele is in the background. But yeah, that was like my first instrument in so long. Like last time I played instrument was like flute <laughs> in the middle school. 
and I took mm-hmm. a very long break. I thought Extremely like long. Not, I thought I was like not cut out for music because like I'm so bad at reading notes. I don't know why. Like my brain just does not process the separate lines and everything. But then like ukulele, it's just like the chords and it's just like the note is a letter. I don't even know any music theory, but it's like easier for me. Yeah, yeah, I think for, I think the reason why a lot of people do guitar is because you don't really need to know the notes. Actually, a lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. Um, like, my brother does only because he was trained classically. Um, but a lot of people who just, like, know the chords because all you have to do is just, like, memorize, you know, yeah. where the chords yeah. are. And, like, if you do, like, finger picking, you can just learn from the tabs, um, which is what I do. But I think uh, comprehending like notes on a paper you know um to like actual like either a piano or a flute or other instruments well I guess for other instruments where you have to do like a certain fingering mm-hmm. that's different just because that's also just kind of memorizing yeah and I guess it is for I think everything is just memorizing where everything yeah, goes true. but after a while like well, for me, because I've been playing music since I was, like, three, it it just seems, like, second nature to me. And actually, it kind of, like, blows my mind, too, sometimes, because it's, like, a whole other language. Yeah, honestly, it is. Like, you see a note on the page, and you're like, oh, I know where that is on the yeah. piano. And then you can, can you, like, hear it in your brain, or, like, tell what note it is in your head and stuff? Um, I don't have perfect pitch, but, like, if I, like, I have relative pitch, so I'll be, like, somewhat correct, um, but I can probably sing, if I, like, see something on the page, I can sing it in my head, like, I'll know, you know, what the notes are, the intervals, how it sounds, whether it's major, minor, this this all comes from years and years of just music theory, but, (laughs) yeah, but, yeah, I'm learning guitar right now, and it's, it's, like, a whole nother, like, kind of instrument because I've never played a string instrument mm-hmm. I mean I guess technically piano but that's different and well first of all my fingers hurt yeah the guitar is like so painful I played a little bit like before I got my ukulele um we have a guitar also and I was like dying like how can people play guitar for like the whole worship set I like what yeah I know like it a lot of it is just building like calluses and mine are not yet done. I've been only been playing for a week. Um, ukulele is definitely a lot easier because you don't have to press as hard. There, I think it's a different kind of string. Mm-hmm. So it just, it's easier. Also, it's smaller, which means you don't have to press as hard. Yes. What songs did you learn or what did you learn? I like memorize. Mm, like the basic chords and stuff and then I just like go on guitar tabs and play like the only song that I like memorize memorize is like Riptide uh yeah it's a classic I just like search up songs that I like like normal pop songs or worship or whatever and then I'll just try playing it but I'm like Mm -hmm. right I should probably memorize more songs but I just haven't yeah um, on ukulele, I know, like, the classic, like, four chords, you know, like, C, G, 
F and A minor, mm-hmm. the ones the, the ones that you first learn. Yeah. And then I know like a couple of, of random chords like here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot what I played on it. I learned the Lava song. You know the oh. one from like Disney? Uh-huh, from Moana. Is no, not that one? one. It's the, it's the like, oh, it's uh, like the Pixar song. shorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I learned that song. That was fun. So um, oh, do you have a ukulele? I do. I got it in China. Ooh, nice. Yeah. It's kind of like skinny. It's kind of weird. <laughs> I, might, I might get another one. I don't know. <laughs> um, and then on the guitar, I learned a cherry by Harry Styles, like the beginning of it. Mm. There was um, a time where I just like, oh, I think I memorized like Sweet Creature. And I just played that for like two weeks straight. <laughs> I shouldn't learn it. I like that song. Mm-hmm. Um, I also learned Cherry Wine. Because <laughs> um, I, I really like the intro. It's really nice. I, I just like, um, I think I came across a TikTok once and I was like, they, they were playing a song and I was like, that just sounds so pretty. I want to learn it. Yeah. So I learned it. <laughs> I kind of want to learn a guitar too, but my brother has a electric guitar and it hurts less than a normal one so I might play on that oh yeah it definitely hurts less um well we have three because Gabe plays mm-hmm. so I use those we probably have more I'm not really sure but um he has an electric but the string broke oh, no. like last week so he has to fix it and then we have an acoustic steel string one so that's the one that hurts Mm-hmm. a lot and then we have a nylon string one it's like a it's smaller and he, he he's had it that was his first one I think so that mm-hmm. one doesn't hurt as much just because the strings are different but yeah yeah so fun okay we totally went off our <laughs> what are some of your quarantine hobbies oh uh, yes my quarantine hobbies well I've been crocheting but I like did more crocheting and then I started like scrapbooking kind of like doing more scrapbook style journaling and what else did I do look around my room you have so many things in your room I know I just redid my wall like I put up more photos and then they just like half of them fell down which is so sad ugh for those who haven't been to Chloe's house, her room is just like craft sanctuary. It's just full of everything. Yes, it's really art related. small and it's like um, 75% bed and the other 25 <laughs> is crafts and art and paper <laughs> stationery. Yeah, and I'm over here with a purple wall and it's just pictures. Do you ever want to paint it? But it's like so much work. Um, I would repaint it if I could. I think, well, 13-year-old me was obsessed with purple. I mean, I still am. But I look back now, and I realize I probably should have picked a lighter shade of purple. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not dark. It's like lilac. Mm-hmm. But it's still too vibrant. So, like, whenever I'm doing Zoom from my bed, you see all these, like, screens, and it's all, like, 
light blue, light green, white, you know, beige. And there's just my screen is just like purple. Yeah. My background is kind of messy. So. Uh. It's okay. My, mine is purple. <laughs> they can't see either way. <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I think those are all my quarantine hobbies. Like more journaling art. And then I started my sticker scrunchie shop. So I, I, I don't know if that's like a hobby or just like a new thing started. But yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, I got a lot more into music during quarantine. Like listening to more genres and making playlists my favorite hobby yeah I definitely got more into like listening to music like I mean obviously I listened to music so much like you know mm -hmm. before but I also didn't have time because I was either in school yeah or I was in band or percussion or whatever I do after school you know listening to real music and playing music. yeah playing music you know <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I definitely listened to more genres found more music that I, I don't know I went through like so many genres within like the past year mm -hmm. and everything um and I think my top is still like show tunes like musicals you Wait, know? did you get your Spotify wrapped I did let me show you who was top your top my top was um, Taylor Swift and I was so shocked like, I, I knew I listened to a lot of Taylor, but I didn't know that would be my top one. I kind of listen to, like, new songs every month, though. I do listen to her, but how do you find it? 2020, okay. Um, I only did, like, when she released her new album. Mm -hmm. um, Folklore, the first one. And then listened to Evermore. In the beginning of the year, I listened to a lot of lover and then i guess that was my most consistent um album that i played from her for me i started with folklore like i mean i've like known her past songs just because i mean she's popular yeah um and a lot of her like 1984 album mm -hmm. the 1984 one of those it's 1980 something yeah i think it's i'm a fake fan i'm sorry y'all I know, we're late um, to the Taylor Swift train. A lot of her, those songs were just in, like, movies and shows. It was, like, in those, like, coming-of-age films. Um, I just remember listening to All Too Well for the first time, and I got literally chills. I know, so good. Because everyone at TikTok was like, Ugh, All Too Well is the best Taylor song. And I was like, I never heard it. I'm going to listen to it. And then it got to the bridge, and I was like, this is the one. This is the one. Yep. <laughs> my my twenty twenty one top is just gonna be driver's license. It's gonna be like you streamed it the most the day after it came out, like a hundred times, and I was like, "You're right. <laughs> that is correct." <laughs> She's gonna be at the top of everyone's. And if she puts out more music this year. Definitely. If she Only puts January. out an EP, it, it's gonna be amazing. 
we all know it already. Yeah. Her merch is pretty cute, too. Mm-hmm. It says, like, Olivia Rodrigo. It has a license. It's so mm-hmm. cute. Um, I think... What else I going to say? When she... Okay, a lot of people are saying, like, oh, she's overhyped. I think she is, like... She's not overplayed, but a lot of people are shooting her right now. But I don't think the song is overhyped. Like... It's still gonna be a great song. Mm-hmm. It's just that like everyone's playing it right now, so then it's people are just like tired of hearing it probably mm-hmm. by the same like three lyrics because <laughs> that's what everyone uses in like their TikToks or whatever. Yeah, or they they just want to be different. And I'm like, you're you're not that no <laughs> no yeah no. You can go listen to your indie music. <laughs> um, yeah. I didn't even know about like the indie music genre until like last year. What is classified as indie though? I think mostly like people produce their own music and then post it. You know? Like they don't have a like the smaller artists. Yeah, and they're like small. Mm. Anything that is, have you seen all the TikToks about like um, artists that have less listeners than Dixie? No. Because she has 14 million. That's she only put out one song, right? Be happy? Did no, she put more? out the really, really, really sad song. The one so- day, one day. That was really, 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 really sad. Oh wait, I didn't hear that. I only heard the, <laughs> you did it. I only heard the be happy one. <laughs> oh yeah, everyone heard that. She already has more monthly listeners than Sabrina. <laughs> Sabrina, <laughs> sorry, your time to shine is over. I'm very sorry. And she already was like an actor for so long, right? Yeah, ever since Girl Meets World. Yeah. She's oh no, Dixie has six million. Never mind. Mm. I think she had like more than like Rex Orange County or something. Mm. Doesn't like Dixie's music sound like it would be played at Justice? Be Happy was made for Justice. I know. It, I like it literally, literally was. Blueprint for Justice background music. I don't even know if Justice is still open. Are there still Justices? No, they closed. Like, oh. they completely closed. I remember seeing a TikTok about it, and I was like, my childhood is gone. I know. I remember you wore so much Justice clothes. I did. I was that weird yeah. Justice girl. But I didn't like the sparkly stuff. Like, I just wore a lot of, like, the main one. I didn't like anything that just said Justice on it. Mm-hmm. I still don't wear clothes that just say, like... The brand. The logo. brand. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's like Hollister, because then it just looks like it's from Hollister. You know, it's like San Francisco, mm-hmm. but Hollister. But I still don't own that many. Okay, the next thing we're going to be talking about is like our experience with like friendships and community during COVID. So how was it for you, like making new college friends and stuff like that? So, 
I didn't have to find a roommate because by the time that came around, we already knew that we were like gonna be online. So obviously, we don't need roommates. Mm-hmm. Um, but I made a feel like friends through my classes like you know we follow each other on instagram Mm -hmm. and then you start out with like hey what's the homework yeah you know yeah and then it kind of goes from there Mm -hmm. um and then we had something we call it beach connect i go to long beach um so everything has beach before after it like everything it's their branding yep it's it's our branding. Um, it's what we're known for. And we have this thing, it's called Beach Connect. It's like they put us into like groups based on our major. Mm-hmm. And I think there's supposed to be like 30 people in it, but only like five of us like consistently showed up. So we all, um, the advisor, supervisor, would like talk with us in the beginning, ask us about our week, anything we need help with, and we'd do like icebreakers. And then after, like, the hour was up, she'd leave the Zoom, and then we would just all talk by ourselves. So sometimes we'd talk for, like, an hour or more. we just kind of get to know each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say they're my friends. Um, like, I, I don't know. <laughs> Acquaintances, you know, like the early stages. Yeah. And that's really nice because at least I know a couple of people, and they're all, like, within – they're all art majors maybe not like specifically graphic design but at least you know we're in the same college of art Mm -hmm. and we'll all be able to like know someone by the time we do get into you know campus you know we can all meet up and be like oh my gosh it's so nice seeing you for like the first time even though I've talked to you so many times I know Um, right mm -hmm. how about you yeah for me I guess I, like, started, like, my closest, I would say, like, um, new college friend would be my roommate, even though she's not going to Biola yet, but we, like, talked about, like, like our room and dorming stuff, like, but we didn't actually get to go this year, and I would just, like, I'd say I, like, most comfortable with talking to her about, like, random stuff other than, like, just school, but then I also, like, made friends through classes, and then we can be like, oh, yeah, what's the homework? And then, like, talk on the side. I had, a, like, one pretty good friend who was in my, like, philosophy and aesthetics class. And we could, like, private message on Zoom. So that was really nice. So I could, like, talk to her during class, kind of. And she's also in my major. But she's, like, one year older. Uh, okay. So, yeah. And we had, like, yeah. we also had that 7.30 a.m. class together. So, <sighs> it was rough but nice that I made friends and I also just like um like dm'd people on instagram that I thought were really cool and then just like chatted with them I like video called with a couple other girls like uh like one or two times and one time with one friend I did like a study facetime call which was nice like we we didn't have the same classes but we she took a class that I took in the summer so we could talk about that and just like, you know, wanting Viola to reopen and stuff like that. But I would say like a lot of the friendships are still like not really that deep yet, but everyone's just really willing to make new friends. So that's really nice. 
yeah, I think that's the best thing about college is that most people are studying new. Like, mm-hmm. at first I thought, I think especially because I'm going to Long Beach, a lot of the people there are, like, more local, mm-hmm. and they all live, you know, down in SoCal. Like, I mean, not all of them know each other, but they probably already have friends going there. But it's kind of like how everyone here goes to San Jose State, and they all, like, mm-hmm. know each other, you know? But, mm-hmm. you know, you don't know people in your own major, and it's really nice to, you know, reach out to people and connecting with people in your major is probably the best thing because Mm -hmm. you're going to see them a lot over the next many years. years. Like I already recognize people in some of my like art classes from last semester, Mm -hmm. which is, it's always nice. I'm like, oh my gosh, you were in like my foundation 2D class and everything. And, And then you get to meet more new people too. And that's nice because everyone's just like open to, like, you're not the only one who's trying to make new friends you know mm-hmm. it's not like like you know it's so different than like if you were to just join a new like high school because mm-hmm. everyone's new here yeah. and even like the upperclassmen are open to you know yeah they, they knew what it was like to be a freshman wanting new friends and stuff so that was a very nice yeah um and I think one of my favorite things about just, like, introductions is, like, we have to do so many discussion posts and, like, introduce ourselves. Yeah. You gotta put, like, your major, hobbies, anything interesting about you. Mm-hmm. But that's why it's nice, and then you can, like, squeeze through everyone else and, like, oh my gosh, like, I do that, like. Yeah, you can find, like, similarities, and you can probably tell, like, you'll be good friends if you have similar hobbies. Yeah, I'm, I have really, not type, but I... I'm looking for people that specifically are art majors and also were in band Mm. because I just, I vibe with those band kids because once a band kid, always a band kid. Yeah. It just, I I just like the dynamic of a band kid. And I have found a couple people that Mm -hmm. were in band, like specifically like marching band, which is always really nice. Um, I have yet to find people that, like, are Christian or, like, would find a fellowship. I did. I found a girl, um, way back before school even started, but I haven't, like, kept in contact with her since. But I guess for you, it's easier because you go to a Christian college. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh, there's this one girl. Her her name is Kyra. If she's listening to this, hi Kyra. <laughs> but she does. She did color guard in high school, and my band. I mean, my color guard instructor. She came from SoCal, and she actually came from Kyra's school. So we had the same instructor, which is so insane. I love that. that yeah, that's so we that's had so like cool. connections that are so random, and you never would have thought like you'd end up going to the same school. Yeah, she's super awesome. I think that's the best thing, too, about, like, marching band, because you pass instructors, basically, especially the more well-known ones. Mm -hmm. They'll work in different areas. Like, Katie, if you're watching this, we had, like, same instructor. Uh It's it's so fun, especially in California. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so that's kind of how are like called new friends are but how about like maintaining like like high school friendships or like church 
friendships? I think it's really nice because we do, because I mean, we're still at home, Mm -hmm. right? So as for, you know, school or church friendships, you're still kind of near each other so we can hang Mm -hmm. out. Like we've hung out once. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) Okay. Yeah. When it was not as bad as it is now. And like, I've hung out with a couple of like my school friends Mm -hmm. for the birthdays or just to, you know, go on a hike and it's really nice because I, because we you know we didn't get senior year or the summer to be with each other, but now we have mm-hmm. like this time, and yeah, but it's still like also really hard to like connect to like being online. It sucks. Yeah, and I, I think you told me like earlier like some friends are just like better friendships like when you're in person and just talking in person than like online. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, like um, for me and my best friend from school, like we're definitely better like in person. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, not that like we can't carry a conversation, but just it feels so much better, Mm -hmm. and it's easier to just maintain contact. Yeah, yeah. I'd Um, say same for my high school friends. Like sometimes when you're video calling, you don't even know what to say, but then when you're in person, you can just like come up with stuff to say. I don't know why, but yeah I think for school friends it's a harder transition because we saw them every day Mm -hmm. you know so you go from seeing them every day to like none (laughs) um and it's like it's weird too because you know when you call it's you can't just be like so what's going on Mm -hmm. you know you kind of have to do like a whole like catch up of your week and everything you it's not like going to school and like being like, so I failed a test today, you know? And yeah. especially because we don't go to the same school anymore. I'm not going to like ask them, what's your homework? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, like I guess like during school, you can just like talk about like the random little things. But then once you're like in separate colleges and stuff, you don't really like talk about that stuff anymore. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm- you just talk more about your life. Yeah, like um, big stuff. Yeah, I think for church, it doesn't feel that different because we always went to different schools. Mm-hmm. You know, we always only saw each other like once <laughs> yeah. or twice a we, week. We always like miss each other during church, like different services at times. Mm-hmm. So. so it didn't feel as different. Like, I didn't see you guys every day. Like, maybe we talked. And, like, I mean, we texted. That was our main yeah, form of communication. Like the, the, like, friendship dynamic that we have. Like, text other group chats and stuff. Video yeah. call once in a while. Not with, I the, think... with, not with the retitled document people. <laughs> we never FaceTime or but They always text. It, they just rant. Yeah. It's just rant. And I pop it every so often. <laughs> You go in there less often than I do. I just read it. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> yeah. A lot of it's just like politics or like random school things. And I was like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. If I want to rant about school, I'll do it there. Yeah. I'd be like, school sucks. I, I'm just having a horrible time. And like, they'll read it, but they won't even reply. But it's fine. I don't really care. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I think maintaining especially at this time for church it's been easier just because we're used to it Mm -hmm. you know like you can probably like 
because it's been in like the past you know you'll take like a little break you know like you just won't talk for like two three weeks but then you'll kind of jump back in and like it'll be like nothing even happened do you get what I mean yeah like our like you and then like Katie and Sherman and Jermaine like we barely talked like the whole semester and then just like during break we just talked again and it's like nothing changed like there's no difference we just like catch up on what we've been doing so that's really nice like that we can just catch up whenever and it's not like pressure where we have to like talk every single week or every day and stuff yeah I think it's different though for school it just feels harder Mm -hmm. just because you're so used to going like every day and then now, like, you just feel so insecure. You're like, because I, I try to call my friends weekly. And then now it's like, oh, my gosh, she was busy this week. Like, what if she hates me? What if, what if this? What if that? You know, it just feels harder. And I feel like it's just easier to lose them because, you know, when once you, like, lose contact for a while, if you, like, have been going, like, pretty strong and you lose contact, it's a lot harder to get back on. I mean, obviously, depending on the person, but, like, in some scenarios. Yeah, like, people are just growing on their own and, like, growing apart from some friendships, too. Yeah, and I'm trying really hard to, like, maintain friendships during COVID, like, especially, like, from high school, because a lot of people are, like, after high school, I didn't talk with any of them, and I was, like, I didn't work four years to maintain these friendships for nothing, and I'm going to keep them. Yeah. Yeah, just keep a couple of close friends. I think that's what's really valuable. Yeah. Also, it just, quarantine and COVID just kind of showed you, like, who's actually your friend who actually wants to talk to you Mm -hmm. and who just sends you streaks every so often. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) True, true. Oh, Yeah but it's it's been all right like I mean there's definitely like struggles and at some point in time you're like what if they don't want to talk to me anymore but then like you'll get over it you know it'll be fine and besides we're in college we can just make new friends yeah if they really don't want to talk to us then they just won't and then we can move on Mm -hmm. yeah okay I guess we can do our last thing which is like picking churches for college or like what are some things you're looking for when you eventually go to new church? Well, for me specifically, because like for our family, like we technically moved out of SJCAC already, mm-hmm. you know, um, but that was, I just kind of went along with it. Um, I mean, it also didn't matter for me because I would have moved out either way for college. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but I think the biggest thing, like, I want there to be a community, um, more specifically, you know, a college community, mm-hmm, and, definitely. you know, a fellowship there, and also just, like, it aligns with my beliefs. You know, obviously, you're not going to get one that is, like, aligns with everything. You know, there's always probably going to be a couple things where you might not believe in, but I think for the most part, it, it's just more similar than it is different. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think for me, I really, yeah, want, like, there to be, like, a college fellowship within the church, and I also would really like it to be, like, a multi-generational church, like, not only, like, all young adults or 
like all old people that like have a range kind of like I think SJCAC is pretty multi-generational but yeah it's just like still being able to be involved in like kids ministry or like helping out with elderly and all in between mm-hmm. yeah that way like if I like try decide to stay in the same church after college I won't feel too old or too young or something yeah yeah I think yeah at our church there kind of is a lack of like college fellowship like during the whole year not only during the summer yeah because everyone's like away in college Mm -hmm. and yeah would you want like a big or like a small church I don't really know like probably not like a mega church I probably want to just visit one just to see what it's like to go to one of those like questionably concert like worship (laughs) I just want to like see like I feel like those mega churches their beliefs don't exactly all align with what I view but yeah I, I probably would go to range and I don't really know if I want to go to like predominantly Asian church or kind of like SJCC but mm-hmm. I don't know I just want to visit them and get a feel yeah like I feel like it would be very comfortable in an Asian church just because I grew up in one yeah but I also might feel kind of out of place depending on how Asian it is because Asian culture is very specific mm-hmm. and Definitely. they like a lot of times it's like they do things because it's like a culture like mm-hmm. it there's a lot of rules I guess you could say you know it, it feels more like restricted and that, that's yeah. just like Asian culture yeah um, expectations kind of yeah and I feel like sometimes I just feel too Americanized to be to fit in well with the Asian church um mm-hmm. because like I obviously I've been to SJC, CAC, but I've been to a couple other Asian churches before, like that um, our family has helped out in. And not that like I didn't like stand out, but sometimes I just feel like way too American for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but then like if I go to like a more mixed church, and if there are no Asians there, then I would feel really out of place. Yeah, it's like this weird. I don't I'm know like, where to find the balance. I'm the only. Hopefully, Asian we'll here. be able to find one when we go to SoCal. Yeah. By the way, Chloe and I, we we might go church hunting together. No, we're like neighbors down in SoCal, same as up here. Yeah, the distance between my college to her college is the same between our houses. Yeah, that's so crazy. So, we'll we'll find something in the middle. Yep. You know. Definitely. Um, yeah, one of the benefits about living, going to college, quite quite near each other. Yep. We can visit all the time. Yes. And then do things. You can come down to Long Beach. Mm-hmm. I'll go to Biola. I don't know what's in Biola. Uh, nothing much. <laughs> you could just experience what it's like to be in a super small college. Where yeah, everyone knows I went each there other. to visit. Yeah. Um, once it was raining, so we didn't get out of the car, but I visited, and it only took us like a couple of minutes to drive around the whole campus. And I'm like, it's so small, but it's nice. So Olivia has 28 million. And you can come down to us, and our campus is pretty big. Yep. I haven't visited Long Beach before. 
but it's it looks next really to pretty. the beach. Yeah. That, like, giant sign that says, like, beach. It's really cool. Long Beach, the one that everyone takes, like, photos next to. Yeah, yeah. That I probably will take photos next to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what are you looking at? I mean, for college. Not college. Church. Churches. Yeah, like, I would say, like, what you said, also, like, aligning with my beliefs mostly and then my college fellowship multi-generational and like the people are like really genuine there and like I don't know like good hospitality and stuff that kind of shows when you first like visit and stuff like how they treat you and then how they treat others too yeah I think genuineness is a big part like I don't want everything to be like fake, you know, like people are just doing it because they're like, oh, I go to church and I just do everything to say I do it yeah. and not like because like they actually like, you know, they want to be there, mm-hmm. you know, like I want to find people who also want to be there as much as I do. Yeah, I and guess like more like mature in their faith fellowships, I would say. I know some fellowships are more targeted towards, like, new believers or, like, new Christians, but I think for both of us, we're kind of, like, further along in our um, relationship with God and stuff, so people that are also, like, in similar places or farther, Mm -hmm. that would be good for, like, having more wisdom and stuff like that. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, just more, like, spiritually mature. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it makes sense a lot. And like for me, because I still have like the PCS community and everything. So I still kind of have both. But obviously for PCS, we're all around the world. <laughs> yeah. um, and obviously I still need a church when I'm not there. Yeah. So yeah. Definitely. Okay, I think that's kind of all we have for today. It's probably a really, really long podcast that I hope you were able to follow along with our conversation and everything. I'd like to thank Odelia so, so much for coming on here. And we might do more podcasts in the future, too, just because it's fun. So, yeah. Most definitely. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys.